Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. And welcome, everybody, to another week of Second Chance Moped Podcast. Ah, oh, you know what? All right, I'm all situated. It's fucking cold in Minnesota. I've been shoveling. Uh, I didn't do shit for New Year's because you want to why? It was like zero. And know what? I'm fucking old, and I'll admit it. Because there's a time in my life when I'd go out for New Year's, it didn't matter the temperature. But know what? Zero sucks, okay? Negative degrees sucks. Why I'm still here is because three months out of the year, this is the greatest goddamn state in the nation to live. Other than that, I got nothing. Um, I did get out in my garage. I did start, I uh, tore apart my Fast Hobbit, the one I was posting this summer, I was doing 65 mile an hour on. Um, I had a broken frame. I had a broken subframe. And I had a broken races on my neck so like that that's just all apart just all apart like um welded up the center where the frame broke and then of course my i I took pictures showed it to the guy who taught me how to weld he pointed out my errors i know what they were but they're not that he goes you're not gonna pass government old man merlin jim you won't pass government work that's my merlin impression i'm like i know there's this that but so like I literally, I spray painted it and now it's just sitting in my office upstairs that I never used and just letting the paint cure. Um, I had, I ordered, I went around and looked for uh, replacement uh, bearings for like EBRs, hydros for the neck that go in your races. And like the only ones I could find were treats that had them. I, okay, I lied. I went to one place. Those literally called gopher bearing, and I figure if they don't have them, nobody else will. And then I went to my local bike shop. They didn't have them, so I said, fuck it, and I just ordered my treat stuff. Um, it's been life's, – life's really rad right now, and I, like, I don't know about anybody else. Winters are hard. Winters are tough. And I feel like to throw this out there because, like, I have a few friends struggling with some depression and, like, just wanting to – I am always here. Reach out to me. Like I am that person who has struggled with that shit all of my life. And especially after my accidents, um, you wrap your head a few times. Yeah. Depression's real. Um, so if anybody ever is going through shit or whatever, I will be an asshole, but reach out to me. I am always here for you. And I just felt like the need to say that. Cause like I have some friends going through some shit right now. And like, I'm, I am always here for you, even though I can't be there with you. So I felt the need to say that. Um, and Sleazy, I'm sorry I never got back to you. Uh, that I'll just say that. Um, but um, this is a guess that, like, him and I have always kind of been, like, ships crossing in the night when we're at places. Like, we kind of say hi to each other, and we mean to talk, and then somebody gets pulled away. I think the last, like, we were, we met in Tampa, I believe. I met so many new people in Tampa and then he was going to show up to Conan's Rye and like, I think his shop got flooded or something like that. And then Baker's doesn't like we start chit chatting and then I got pulled away and then I was going to talk to him again. And then all those guys took off from Thomas and Ashley's house. But like, this is why I love to do this podcast and you guys get to kind of come in because like I really don't talk mopeds as much people in my everyday life and I get to have like at least an hour conversation with somebody in the moped community and I get to bring them out and like 
it makes our little weird world a little smaller because mopeds are fucking rad. And I'm really convinced if you're into mopeds, you're fucking crazy. And there's something wrong with you. And like, I am no better than anybody else. And like, I'm never like, if you fuck up, I will love you and I will forgive you. I was talking to somebody about this, like, oh, this is my moped superpower. And like, we're kind of joking, like, my moped superpower is just letting shit go, like, and forgiving. Like, that's one thing I have to do because, like, I'm a drunk. I've been going to those 12 step meetings for 20 years. If I don't forgive people, for things they didn't even realize they did, like I will fucking drink. Like that's me. And that's how I have to cope with shit. Cause like I will hold a resentment for you cutting me off at line in the gas station. I'll go drink at you. Like that's my mentality. Um, and I just feel so lucky to be like where I'm, where I am today right now and just talking about this stuff and the shit I've gone through. Um, but enough about me. Um, I want to talk about my guest. My guest is in warm weather right now, and I'm fucking jealous. So I'm just going to have him introduce himself right now. Uh, what's going on, guys? Uh, my name's Eric Mickelson, or Eric Buzzard, of yeah. the Buzzards in uh, Columbia, South Carolina. In the in the South Kakalaki. All right, oh, Eric. Yeah. All right, my guy. We um here on Second Chance Moped Podcast, we go through people's mopeds journeys, i.e. the very first time they ever saw a moped, like the smile ride, no part of the journey, and what it's like today. So, Eric, let me ask you, what is the very first memory you ever have of seeing a moped? Not necessarily getting on, but like the first time you can like identify that's a moped. Oh, I guess before I got into the scene, I mean, you know, it's just not something you pay attention to, you know? Yeah. Uh, it would have to be, um, I'm horrible at remembering stuff. <laughs> I think it was back in uh, 2012. I remember it was very cold. and uh, So we're talking 50 degrees in South Carolina? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I guess my first memory would be me riding one personally. Okay. Was the one how'd you really, even, really how'd you even out. discover them? Like, that's what I, I'm always curious how people like even come across them. Well, I got into mopeds the old fashioned way, you know, good old DUI. <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. My guy. <laughs> and, uh, as my provisional license was expiring, I, um, sought out Tommy. Okay. And I started sharing him, uh, links to these, scooters off a of craigslist i think i sent him like a p sports one i'm like what do you think about this one he's like don't get that it's chinese crap <laughs> and then i uh, i ultimately um got that uh that blue bike that i ride you know everywhere because i can't seem to keep anything else running <laughs> but, uh, and what is that blue bought... bike why did you tell the audience who don't know you necessarily uh, uh uh it is a 2008 tomos st with the a55 engine nice got it for 300 bucks nice and that's what tomoses do they run forever they run i actually got it and had uh, the uh odometer actually worked at the time nice. it stopped working around 3k okay and i still have 
that same crank and i have not rebuilt it yet and it's still running don't fucking even say it dude like yeah just yeah Ugh. leave it yeah <laughs> i thought about rebuilding it but i'm like eh, i've burned through clutches i've done everything else but that different top ends and stuff like that or is it still yeah. all stock okay um no um i uh I kept it stock for a while because one, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And two, I mean, it was, I didn't have money. <laughs> <laughs> well, coming off a of DWI, dude, you're going to be broke for yeah. legal fees and all that yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. Um, God, I was thinking when I got my DWI, I don't know how I didn't just, well, I got mine in 2001. So like mopeds were really dead and like there was, it's just anyways. Um, I had to get my sip of coffee in there. So now this is it. So you said Tommy Buzzard. Like, did you grow up with Tommy or like how did you guys know each other or like Oh, uh, we went to high school together. Oh, right on. Okay. Yeah, we were um I always uh, thought you were younger than Tommy for some reason. No, he's a year older. Um, okay. Like I thought you were like way younger, like five to ten years, like so whatever. I met him back in his car days when he drove a what was it, a ninety four Camaro? nice yeah yeah those are i love that body style um uh so you got that blue bike you start just kind of rolling around like was he already in the how did you kind of get introduced to the mobile culture you said you guys kind of knew each other but like how did that get more and more thing for you well as you know as i uh oh god as my interest um peaked mm-hmm. and i and started what was that more first? And more I, i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry what was that first ride like was that like the fall in love cold like... as hell okay <laughs> cold as hell um i think it was like 40 that day mm-hmm. and i uh hitched a ride from god i don't even know who I, I can't remember who but i remember riding that damn tomas down the road and i'm like yeah this is great here's 300 dollars. <laughs> i need something to get to work <laughs> yeah <laughs> Good for you, dude. I uh, no, won't after, ride 40 degree weather. Fuck that. Like 50. After, 50. It, uh, yeah. after it started warming up, I, I um, started uh, pestering Tommy. What can I do, man? What can I do to make it go fast? And I put a techno lid on it and ported it. And Tommy had a 17 millimeter uh, intake. Just made it go 50-50. Mm-hmm. Nice, and I dude. thought I was was Billy badass? I'm like, yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> dude, 50-50. Yeah, 50 is fucking rad, dude. That's something I, I actually am going to try to do this year. But, like, I mean, I obviously I've gone fast, but, like, I've never done a 50cc on a 50-mile-an-hour bike. And that's, yeah. It takes forever to get there. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> yeah. of the gearing. Yeah, well, Bull like tuck and, downhill in true Tomos fashion. Oh, you did it downhill. <laughs> no, I'm um, I'm fucking with you, my guy. I always bust uh, New Jake's. There's a kid I I've kind of lovingly dubbed New Jake in around Minneapolis, and like last year, he would or like yeah, it was last year. He was he'd send me like speed speed numbers. I'm like dude downhill doesn't count well yeah. it, it wasn't really that downhill like 
but no, nah, dude, he's a good sport about it. And like, yeah, just new guy. I love Buster's chops because he just smiles and doesn't ever retort. Um, so you start working on that Tomos, you start porting it. Um, are you? Which, by the way, I I had no clue what I was doing. I pretty Does much Tommy had to really? walk me through everything. No, <laughs> <laughs> but Tommy and uh, and Charlie were a, a big help. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I just kept swapping shit out on that bike for like three years, <laughs> and then I finally got uh, oh god, what was it? My Honda Hobbit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah dude i find variation over that. everything dude <laughs> then i sold it <laughs> then i sold it i pretty much ran into the ground uh, <laughs> which is very easy to do on those <laughs> no i got um i got a little short on cash and i was like i gotta let this go dude that's what it's a moped savings account you know and speaking of selling mopeds i mean i keep seeing these prices of some of these people that are you know like these these prices are insane like mm-hmm. i think for the first time in my life moped my mopeds have appreciated in value <laughs> i've had this conversation with uh my friend marie who lives in kansas city and like she has she's a very smart person when it comes to investments and stuff like that and she has always said mopeds are way undervalued in what they go for because and i and i tend to agree even though i hate this i'm probably in your camp i hate to see the prices go up because i feel like now it's taking away from the teenage to early 20 year old kids getting into mopeds and now it's gonna be like because i don't know i still have a hard time selling a bike and i won't sell a performance bike just because i don't want that on me but like a stock bike i have a hard time selling more than 400 bucks tops i mean I bought my 08 um, ST for 300 bucks running. Mm-hmm. And so like, I'm like, nah, man, I don't care how much money you have to do it. That bike's worth $500. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, some of these that you're seeing pop, some, especially within the community, like that, you know, the bike, like some of them, okay, some of them I, are, I agree. are worth that money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, so, but then you got the asshole on um, marketplace who just bought a stock fucking Pinto and they they want two grand for it. it's like fuck you <laughs> like i actually had a, a a lady she was uh i guess she got a hold of her father-in-law's storage shed and she had a a pinto with a mm-hmm. vespa front wheel just some cobbled together frankenstein bike and she was one like 500 bucks for it i'm like i'll give you 100 bucks she's like i know what i got and i was like <laughs> i kept i kept rattling off like well this is what's wrong with it this is this is what it's going to yeah. need you know, this and this and this. She's like, don't try to hustle me. I'm like, okay, well, good luck trying to get your monies out of it. Or, you, you know. You're, yeah. I just went through this with a guy. Still, it's still on there. <laughs> yeah. I went through this with a guy because I was actually going to try to see if he'd buy a stock bike for me that I just, I picked up. I was trying to buy it a couple years ago from a guy, from a local guy. He wanted like, I think he was trying to sell it to me for like, anyways, I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to hush on that deal. But like, thank you, Ed from Ed's Moped Shop, hooking me up with the Hobbit for 200 bucks. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, dude. And it's cl- like, other than the broken bezel on the bottom, which I'm going to fix, it is very, it's a clean bike. Um, but like, anyways, I went, I was talking to this guy on Marketplace. He wanted like 500 bucks for a PA1. And I'm like, what? 
I go, dude, do you want to buy my PA2 for 400? He's like, no, it's the yellow one. It's slower. I used to sell these back in the 70s. I'm like, and I just said to him, I'm like, then you obviously weren't a very good salesman. I know salesman. what I got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you didn't even know the models, dude. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, that frustrated me. Yeah. But like, anyways, back now that we're done bitching about prices and mopeds, uh, let's get back to your story, my guy. Um, so you kind of had a little culture built in already around you with like Tommy and Charlie. And when was like your first time really going on like a long ride then with like a group of people? Cause and like, when was that? like, I'm still kind of wondering like when you fell in love with mopeds. Cause like we all have our own different times where we, the first time where we get this smile ride. Mm. I was drinking very heavily back then, but <laughs> hey, dude, no worries. <laughs> uh, um, God, I think when I fell in love with it, it was probably the last blast of the Bridges Rally, right on in 2013. Okay, I think that was a September rally, but yeah, no, I uh, rode my moped. I lived on one side of Sumter, and they had it hosted on the other side of Sumter. So I drove my moped all the way out there just mm-hmm. to go back to my side of town. <laughs> but so no, it was great. Rad. Like just seeing all these people, I'm like, holy shit! You know, these people are doing this nationwide. Like this is crazy. Mm-hmm. That and and it was just that's when that that's when I was like, okay. And I asked Charlie and Tommy um, at the end of that rally, I'm like, I want to be a buzzard. I, I want I want in. I want in on whatever this is. Yeah, I don't know what, but I need to be a part of. That's fucking rad, dude. <laughs> um, so wh- let me ask you this then: When was your first time going out of town for a rally? Oh God! Because like was- the, I asked that, think about this as I, my I kind of my diatribe here. Like a lot of people discover, at least I've noticed, a lot of people discover the culture when there's a rally in their town or there's a huge ride going on in their town. Like that was my experience. I just happened to see brap tails going by my house basically. So like, and then I kind of went, that's a sight to see if you're not used to it. (laughs) Well, dude, it was fucking nuts. Like I had literally just got a stock Hobbit going the week before, like, cause they've been sitting in my garage. Like I had two stock Hobbits sitting in my garage for like two years. And I was like, wait a minute, those are mopeds, but the nothing like I have. But so when was the first time and you got to experience uh, the culture being in your town, but like, when was the first time you really went out of town or anything like that? I think it was Charlotte, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Now, was that the old slow goers or QCB? No, no, this is QCB. I never met the... Um the old the old group leader mm-hmm. i guess and say he had been excommunicated by then <laughs> <laughs> um yeah because i i just don't know i've heard of i just literally know nothing about the slow goers like yeah so this that or anything and i don't I, yeah again not that big a deal i think charlie actually still has a slow goer shirt nice dude that doesn't surprise me (laughs) one guy who actually has a lot a lot of random shirts and i know he actually saves them is old weld wizard himself and i still 
I'm supposed to get him a fucking yeah. I forgot to bring him a set. I forgot to bring him a fucking goat head shirt. So yeah, he's he's really good about saving moped shirts. And I'm like, I wish I could do that, but I just I love t-shirts. So whatever. Um, so you got you got, out to, you got out to um Charlotte. Like, are you starting to hoard bikes at any point? Like, what like what's your collection looking like? Oh God. Um like how did that we'll how that. did the addiction progress is what I'm kind of wondering. Well, um my house flooded in 2015 or my Ooh. father's house. I was living with my dad at mm-hmm. the time. And uh through that fiasco, um I was like, well, hey, you know, I'm helping you do all this stuff, uh fixing up the house, whatever we had to throw away pretty much everything in this huge shop we had out back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, I believe at that time too, uh, it was around the time, uh, Jamie passed away. Mm-hmm. I'm fuzzy on details. Um, Hey dude, don't worry. And, uh, they needed a place um the buzzers needed a place to uh, empty out jamie's shop and i was like well I, you know i can i got all in the shop now and so started with uh, all the bikes and stuff from jamie's and then um i started buying more and then started buying more and then getting less and less room <laughs> <laughs> the walls become narrower yes <laughs> it got to the point where I had to build a moped shelf because it was just it just looked like uh Fred's birth for a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I need to I need to organize in here. I'm not gonna do it. I was thinking maybe I should build a shelf. Nope, won't do it. I won't build a shelf. <laughs> How many bikes were you up to in your shop at that point then? Oh god. Um not mine. I mean, as of right now, I mean still I'm using uh using it as storage oh god there's probably about 35 40 bikes in there now jesus right now. son you need to you need to break some of those out get them riding yeah well i gotta ride the ones we have first <laughs> <laughs> right on right on um so you definitely a good little collection going for you how long what was it like prospecting for the buzzards then Oh, I'm gonna circle back for just a second. Circle now, me back. personally, I think I think I personally have seven or eight bikes. I think that's, that's a good number. It. Yeah, that's, and that's there's a like good one number. of each. Well, except for my Tomos, I got my TX50, my blue bike, uh, my Arrow. It's a scooter. It's a scooter it doesn't count. <laughs> we'll keep that between us, fam. No worries. Got the Monza, and then. I don't know, some odds and ends. Anyways. Speaking of which, if anybody's got a TX50, not for ridiculous prices, I am halfway looking for one. I mean, I need more trash in my garage, and I'm willing to travel at some point this summer to come get it. So, and if anybody's coming to the Zero Swap Meet, I, we can do some baby talking. We'll just see what happens. Sorry. Self, self-indulgent self ploy. This is, my, this is my plug right here. <laughs> this is my plug. Um, uh, so, yeah, those TX, why, why are those things so fun? I don't know, man. I mean, I got mine riding for, or it was running, it was hauling ass. And uh, I had it running for about a week. 
I think this was October. Or oh, fuck, this was three years ago now. <laughs> <laughs> I had this harebrained idea. I'm like, I'm gonna take it apart. I'm gonna paint it in a week, and I'm gonna take it to the Charlotte Rally. Nope. And then three <laughs> years later, it's it's a bike now, but it it was in pieces. Like, yeah, no, yeah. never again. Yeah. That's why with yeah. that Magnum that I have, um. I just I just scuffed it up and clear coated it. I'm like I am not diving into another fucking painting project. Yeah, <laughs> the problem is yeah. It's actually, was... that patina looks pretty pretty sick on that Magnum. Yeah, yeah, that one you had at uh, Thomas and Ashley's at um the Baker's dozen chase at the end. Yeah, dude, yeah, I like that. That was a that was a slick looking bike. Um, so yeah, I blew it up at, at Conan's Rift. <laughs> Could have been me. It threw it. It threw a ring. Like it sounded like a potato gun. I never heard it before. Like you know, I'm I'm used to hearing, or you know, the no one went thump. Like what the fuck was that? That wasn't a (laughs) seize, dude. My metric kit kind of made that sound when I um popped the locating pin. Like I I blew up a metric kit in Thomas and Ashley's (laughs) fucking driveway. That was my yeah yeah. Oh yeah, you you got to the end of the driveway. Yeah, and all of a sudden, like that <laughs> was it was my hackmanship. That's what cost me. But whatever, dude. I still got to ride around. I had a Just really shitty. Speaking of, like I was talking earlier about being depression and all that. I had a really shitty June and July. So like, I didn't give a fuck. I was so like, I'm letting I, I'm letting all this go, and it's gonna be all cool. Um, but yeah, dude. Hey uh, man, you know about the hackman. Ship. I mean, isn't it? Isn't it, what's the phrase? Or you know, what's what's the the it's less you care pens. about the bike, the better it runs. <laughs> Unfortunately, with this, but the like less you care about a bike, you broke up for a half a second there. What was that, my guy? Oh, I said, um, what's the saying? Um, the the less you care about about a, about a bike, the the better it runs. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes but i don't i i'm not that good of a builder that i can get away with that like there's certain things i can do that i can get away with but like i think only really good builders can get away with that and i'm not claiming to be one but like i and that i don't know about yourself maybe you can relate to this a little bit but like i think that's why i love mopeds so much because i love the struggle and like the pain you go through because you'll under once you get past that there's a whole window that you went through and you understand so much more because of that. Like my failures with not getting the Baker's dozen, I understand mopeds so much more now because of my failures. And then you go to tune a, a, a different bike you've never tuned before. And then <laughs> there goes another can of worms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Giving that... me flashbacks. I'm trying to tune my arrow right now. Cause I finally have that road where they have been, riding up and down the road mm-hmm. and what's going on with that oh it's hitting the wall i don't know if the reeds are too stiff but i don't know it's got a uh, tm24 on the 125 cc nh125 you know arrow uh but the jets are reaching moped numbers now and i'm like this just doesn't sound right but i mean the damn thing came with a stock jug pipe and a 18 millimeter Kian carb. So I might just be overthinking it because I did seize the shit out of it. 
and uh, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to do that again because it's not really easy to find parts for a bike that was only made for one year. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's I'm I'm not even gonna make suggestions because you're a smart guy. Because now I I'm trying to put the puzzle together in my head. Well, nope, nope. Eric's got it. <laughs> like no, no. I'm like I don't know. No, is this just according to my math? <laughs> yeah, and that shouldn't a, this shouldn't be happening. <laughs> and that's what I get tripped up in my head. Like I think I know something, and I will follow that to the nth degree. And I'm just I won't jump over the other side. Why don't I try keep going down that path that I think that won't work? Because especially with jetting, I'll be like, no, this has to. Well, each fucking bike likes its own thing. So. Yeah, the bike likes what it likes, man. But I'm at a 160 and a TM24 on a 125cc with a hack and weld 105 millimeter Polini pipe and like a 24 millimeter intake, 0.5 millimeter Polini reeds. I'd step down those like, reeds. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, man. Because um, like right now, I'm just hitting a wall. I'll it'll rev out to 30 and then it'll four stroke. And I'm like, this didn't do it before. Now yeah. I have to go back to my other shop and fish out the stock reads and we'll see if I can find them. Cause who knows what drunk Eric did with those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, I think I have a hard enough time remembering the, my shit. Like I discovered a fucking package from treats and it just had like, um, NARPs, for your uh throttle and throttle cable and like this is back from fucking Dece- like 2020 i got this i don't fucking like i'm dead sober people like i vaguely remember ordering this but i was like mother because i i literally because i wrote him the note like i'm an idiot i know i have other nerps around I'll just order more shit with these NARPs. And like, they just kind of gave me a smile. I found the other NARPs obviously, but like, I was just like, son of a bitch. Like, do you seriously, seriously like pull an Amazon with treats? It's like, Oh shit. I forgot I ordered this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, like I said, dude, like whatever, you know, I'll support the culture. At least that's what I told myself. Who the hell's calling me? I swear to God. Oh, it's Merlin. Speaking of the devil, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna answer the phone with Merlin. Um, so, anyways, back to you and your mopeding. Um, you got out to Charlotte. You got out. You kind of like. When are you starting to get on the out outside, moped world? Other like, more than a day trip. Like, what's the farthest, uh, like, wh- when did you kind of get up to, like, down to Atlanta or up to New York or out to Ohio? Like, what's the farthest you've ever been away, some of your far away rallies? I think it was 2014. I think it was 2014. And um, Charlie asked me, he's like, you going to New Orleans? I'm like, no, I, I don't have any money. And he's <laughs> like, well help drive and um we'll go to new orleans and um fuck that drive <laughs> <laughs> dude it's not that how many what is that oh it's 14 Four. 14 15 hours from here that well, on the well, way, everybody there, everybody's um, got their own experience with driving like if you don't like to drive i get it uh, it was that was such a fun time man i don't remember most of it but you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Looks like New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. It looks like New Orleans conquered you. Um, and dude, like I when I was, I love that city. Like I dude, fucking, I, it, it threw me through a loop, man. I sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, I, Poland, Nola, nine o'clock in the morning, and, and I'm like, fuck yeah, it's rally time. Crack a PBR, and Charlie's like, well, we're gonna go down to this um, deli. I'm like, okay, well, let me finish my beer. And he's like, no, nah, man, you can bring it with you. You can drink on the streets. I'm like. I've heard of this before, but I don't know how true it is. <laughs> and like, so I'm like walking, I'm like walking down the street with like the beer, like cupped in my hand, like trying to hide it by my leg. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, just drink it like a normal person. I'm like, I just don't feel right, man. You yeah. Know, I've been told to guard this shit all my life. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, dude, New Orleans is a trip. I tell that like, but I fall, dude, that's, I'm such a sucker like that. Cause like every place I go to for mopeds, I fall in love with that city. Like every, except for Toledo. I mean, fucking with these zeros. Um, like never been to Ohio rally. I that think was it would Ohio, be Ohio, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, it doesn't matter. It's only Ohio. No, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, Dude, the I thing about it is, it's, <laughs> I love, I love all those guys. Like it's, it's better than South Dakota. Um, but like the thing about it is it goes back to that bar rule. If you have like 10 people you like and you go to any bar, you can make it cool. And that's what mopeds are in any city. Like you can make anything rad if you got some rad people with you. And for the most part, a lot of moped people are rad. I mean, that's just, yeah. Um, so you made it out to New Orleans 2014. Um, what's have you got up to New York or anything like that? Like, yeah, I think the uh, following year um, we did New York. <laughs> uh, God, it's, it's. I think I should have been more prepared. <laughs> Dude, whatever. Like I said, it's it's it is what it is like oh eric's looking up stuff let's, as we speak I'm yeah let's do a banter i barely post the instagram <laughs> anymore so um you said you're working on the tx well i'll, I'll kind of distract you a little bit why what else, how far away is that from getting done um <laughs> i had some spacing issues on the rear because uh, i'm going with the dual disc mm -hmm. break Ooh. um yeah and uh, i was having some spacing issue so the the chain wasn't lining up perfectly so i made mm -hmm. a spacer with an old sprocket to hopefully alleviate some of that and uh i was tightening the bolts back into the because on the spacer or the insert that he used you know you don't you the bolts just bolt into the insert on the other side and the disc is on attached to that mm -hmm. uh, instead of the uh, nuts and bolts holding it on uh, snapped one off. So. <laughs> I am yeah. so glad I didn't have to deal with any of that stuff. Like I ended up extending a swing arm for Garrett who's in the castle rollers and like I am, I have a hard time working on people's stuff because like, I don't want to feel responsible if they ever get hurt. Like I'm a pretty good welder. I'll say that. Like I'm, I was certified at one point, blah, blah, blah. Um, but like, 
I went way the fuck overkill on that swing arm because he wanted to put a bigger rear wheel on it. Like I put solid bar and sleeved it and just like he loves it. And I'm just like, and I went I've got angle iron on that thing. Like, dude, that thing is so fucking overkill. And J- I think Jake King asked me why. I'm like, well, he won't die because of me. And that's like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if that fucking swing arm weighs 50 pounds now, but like, I come from the Merlin Suave School of Fabrication. Just overbuild it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about weight. Over engineer it, man. You want to ever have to worry about it again? Oh yeah, he called old man Merlin. Called me the other week. He's like, "Jimmy, I think I did it again." I go, "What'd you do?" He's got this little mini tractor he's building, and it's got a four-cylinder Continental motor, like from the fifties. I've never fucking I've seen the motor his, but I've never seen it before. I I go, "What do you mean?" He goes, "The fenders I made, they're like one hundred and fifty pounds a piece." I'm like, "Jesus!" And this is like these things. Just way the fuck overbuilt. Like, I'm like, has that motor got enough goddamn power to pull those fenders? He's like, oh, yeah, he'll be fine. Don't worry about it. But so, did you pull up your Instagram? Yeah. Uh, okay. New Orleans was 2015. I okay. made that mistake. Um, and the following year was New York. Okay. That what, was wild. Uh, man. Was that an Upjet rally or Orphans or? Uh, Upjet. Upjet sucks. Upjet yeah. sucks. <laughs> um i think it's hilarious that i think with the exception of two rallies i've only brought my blue tomos (laughs) (laughs) but like you said dude it's reliable and it always runs it's reliable i will say man uh tomos um they're good till they're not (laughs) the isn't that every um, moped though eric if you you, well (laughs) Let me let me let me explain a little better. They're a little less finicky if you set it up right. They're a little less finicky than other mopeds, but when they fuck up, they fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> As compared to other bikes, when a Tomos goes, it it likes to do it. In- um, I was out on a ride with the zeros and. Um, speaking of Ohio, but we weren't in Ohio. We're in um, Michigan in the Irish Hills. And Brian, who was on the show, like shredded, I think, a first first gear in his, I think he's got an A3 motor in his. But the cool thing about breaking down was there's like this whole like rolling hill with like baby sheep and sheep everywhere. And like as we rode by, like these little fuckers were like chasing us. It was the greatest thing ever. Where was this at again? This was uh, with when I rode with the Zeros this summer. I went, I won the raffle bike from them, and I ended up. They did a ride to meet Kalamazoo moped riders, and it was like a meet in the middle deal, which was rad. And like the roads up there are fucking terrible. Like people say New Orleans have bad roads. Nah, fucking Michigan's got terrible roads. But I'll say this: beautiful, absolute beautiful scenery. Like, so it's a good trade-off. Uh, speaking of beautiful scenery, man. Uh, Kentucky, <laughs> Looking man. At you. Kentucky. What? Right Ooh, on. Hey. <laughs> hey, now. Um, why don't you talk about that rally or riding there? This is probably the best ride 
I've ever been on in any rally ever. And I've mm-hmm. been to a few. What I uh, want to talk about a little bit? It was in, uh, God, what was it? Lexington, Kentucky. Okay. And was this the old bourbon bandits or was this? No, this is diamond dogs. Okay. This is diamond dogs. And this was a rally that like, we weren't even planning to go to. Um, I think Tommy was dating Nicole at the time. And, uh, we sat down we're like, well, there's a, a freaking rally for like another three months. We're like, Oh, well, there's Kentucky. Fuck it. Let's go. And it just so happened to be like one of the, no, hands down the best ride ever. Just beautiful rolling, rolling Hills, um, green pastures with, uh, Kentucky Derby, like, prize winning horses just galloping across the horizon dude that's right that, and they brought us out to a freaking castle nice dude <laughs> there's a castle in the middle of lexington kentucky and they were i guess uh they rented out for weddings and stuff and there was a wedding going on they were like get the fuck out of here horses this is yeah roll, <laughs> roll up on like 50 mopeds They're like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> That's hilarious, dude. That fucking that shit makes me happy. Like, I don't know about you or anybody else out in the moped world, but there's still that anti-society, fucking pissed off the world punk rock kid in me. That like when I see people like cover their ears because moped's too loud, I get fucking happy inside. Like that will always be there in me. And Eric's fucking laughing his ass off right now because I think there's a little bit of that in you. Uh, oh, it's <laughs> it's our equivalent of um. Uh, a thumbs up to a hot rodder or something like that you know you just see like the harley guys yeah ours just sound a little high more high pitched yeah (laughs) um yeah dude like i don't know the next time you're in minnesota like i know you popped in to go see moms you gotta come you're you and your lady are always welcome my house don't worry about it like we'll fucking ride some mopeds around st paul because like you know, I've been to some hey, Paul, pre-rad. How far? How far? Uh, I keep cutting you off, man. I do apologize. No, I'm cutting your um, ass off. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, how far away is Minneapolis from? Uh, it's Minneapolis, right? Yeah. So or I'm on the right side St. of the Paul. river. Yep, I'm on the right side of the river. If you actually look at it. that's the joke, people. Like if you look at the map of Minneapolis and St. Paul, I'm literally on the right side of the river. Um, like we're we touch cities like i have to like gingerly touch tips yeah it's it, we literally <laughs> touch tips we're touching tips that's what we do and but it's rad because i get a little mini ride because like they do thursday meetups and which i will say this like for turnouts 15 to 30 people every week are riding Holy so crap, yeah dude so like come out sometime this summer i'll fucking throw you on a dirty hobbit we'll fucking go tear it up but um i have to ride like 20 miles like almost 20 miles just to get to the meetup half the- well i like 15 miles to the meetup every time but which is fine by me dude i love to ride mopeds like if i that's what i do so <laughs> about how far is that from uh fargo uh eight hours <laughs> That's I don't know. Like horrible. I've, I've been, it's not, it's probably not eight hours, but like, um, it's, I haven't been to Fargo since I was almost arrested in the Fargo dome as a youth. So like, I haven't been back. 
Not for a cool reason either, dude. <laughs> Not for a cool reason. I was like 17 years old. I was ra- I raised go-karts uh, indoors and they had me fucking scored wrong. They had me a lap down and like I should have won that race and I grabbed the track promoter by his shirt and I'm like a pissed off 17-year-old kid probably dealing with some shit and like the cops were right there. I'm like, listen to because I I lost out on a thousand bucks to win that race. And that oh, was fucking wow. yeah, dude. Like I was yeah. But I fucking grabbed him by the shirt and like the cops were in between us. Like I was raised throat. <laughs> and I I said a lot of bad things that day. I apologize. But yeah, uh, that was the that last was... time I was in Fargo. <laughs> I was gonna say there's no way you got kicked out for being drunk because uh everybody in Fargo is drunk. <laughs> <laughs> But Fargo's like cool. I don't know. Will, Will I know Will Johnson is up there with I don't know how much mopeds he does these days, but like yeah, Will's got kind of doing it down. I think mopedlin is there. Well, thing? The only reason why I'm asking uh, how long uh, that's uh, that's where my family's up up there. Yeah, Fargo yeah. and more in the far the Fargo Moorhead area. Oh sure, yeah, you betcha. Oh sure, yeah. Oh you sure, betcha. Oof, uh, oh yeah <laughs> it get that that fucking accent gets thick up there dude i was there for damn a week and i came back and i was like shedding my mid <laughs> my midwestern i was like no <laughs> like dude why the fuck are you talking like that it's, i guess it's in my blood man <laughs> yeah um yeah yeah so we i'm trying i'm trying to kind of get us back and talking mopeds and other than midwest shit um i'm very good at going off topic yeah it is what it is my guy uh what builds are you working on as we speak other than I, the tx uh, that you want to trade me for a hobbit eric's mm. <laughs> eyes <laughs> uh, probably, probably gonna pass on that one <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh uh yeah no i have <laughs> i have so much money into that bike i'm, I'm no i'm, I'm fucking with you dude i really i i heard <laughs> I your disc break i'm like nope out of my nope <laughs> it has been a pain in the ass to get at work because of course it's not designed for the tx50 it's nothing's designed, for, designed the, uh, for the tx50 so anything that people nothing. do that is fucking rad when i get it done it's gonna be fucking awesome i got the uh the little super tom decal pack i'm gonna tastefully put those on because i know that can get overboard real fucking quick and it'll look like a lisa frank binder (laughs) 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 um i'm working on that and uh god i need to put the top end back on um uh qcb eric uh was gracious enough to uh, hook me up with a uh, 72cc aerosol uh, kit because he saw that I seized the one on my poop, on mm-hmm. my Magnum. Need to put that on. And I was just. Eric's time, such a nice you know? guy. Oh, yeah. Like, love Eric. Eric. Eric and I were just talking. Yeah. Eric's just, he loves mopeds. What can you say? It still blows my, it still throws me off. Uh, that um I, I always forget that he's a school teacher. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, no, I don't know like, if wait you a know. I've seen you do some weird stuff, man. <laughs> well, no, it's funny. Andy Scout, Scout, oh, no. Scout, from the Zeros is a fucking librarian. Okay, like that's a trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still Dude, think the honest one that throws me off is a uh, who's it? Will Will Dallas is a is a freaking chemist. I think yeah. he works for like DuPont or 3M or something like that. Yeah. Well, fucking Kelly from <laughs> Smog Squad, she fucking works worked on the freaking cure for Rona. I mean, like Really? Yeah, dude. Like Mopeders like we're not only just weird as fuck, but like we got some pretty impressive shit. I just fix broken machines all day. So a lot of the machines at my job are like mopeds. They break all the time. So um what plans do you have uh for getting out this summer for rallies or rides or anything like that do you got are you kind of trying to put a plan together at all or just kind of let the chips fall where they may um i want to start the season our god i haven't even looked at the rally calendar yet i know you guys Um, are throwing a rally uh, yes um doing that in charleston yeah or goose creek or was it monk's corner yep whatever mall's cool that like area. i love stuff mall, mall's, cool. mall's cool. like his southern fuck accent makes me fucking, fucking makes me smile dude, it's I'm almost like he's <laughs> it's he almost so gold rad, accent dude. man <laughs> dude, i fucking love that man. or what is like, it that thing that's what it's called charlie <laughs> charlie tell me how the fuck i see my motor <laughs> <laughs> love you, Stefan. Like I love him though. Yeah, dude. And Stefan's so rad because I won't think of Stefan and out of the blue, he'll hit me up. I'm like, I need to talk to you more. Yes. Oh I'm yeah. Actually, that but, man, um, like he is a uh, he works in mysterious ways. He's the moped <laughs> god. He's the gorilla god. Yeah. I know he um Every single time I have a weird question that, you know, Tommy's Tommy's not really the smartest one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, anytime I have an odd question about a moped, uh, Stefan seems to always know the fucking answer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I want to uh, back to the rally schedule. Mm-hmm. I'm wanting to get my arrow done. and hopefully take that to the trash pandas um, rally in savannah oh dude i totally forgot like yeah yeah i don't know if i'm gonna be able to make that one like i'm actually gonna i'm trying to be a little responsible because i'm trying to do bakers and yeah when is that this year where that's uh it's the it's end of june early july like the dates are up and I feel terrible for everybody can go fucking look at the calendar. Like I'm all tired and snappy right now. We all know when shit is just look, um, but we get to go through Nebraska. It's going to be great. Cause you want to know what Nebraska is a lot like cornfields fucking North Dakota. It's just, it's flat, dude. It's flat. And it's flat. Uh, <laughs> see, uh, Oh God. It's windy too. It's real windy. <laughs> like, see the back back of your head in the horizon pretty much dude like watch your dog run away for three days yeah come back 
flat flat <laughs> but no it's um it'll be rad i'll get out see uh ed's new shop uh from i'll probably try to get out there because i know it's south of, i think they're starting in lincoln and not omaha um ed's got a great new shop i got to talk to him about that for 20 minutes the other day uh but your rally calendar you want to get to the trash pandas which is sounds rad as fuck yeah man um that i've never been to savannah before uh it'll be a little different because you know i heard my main reason of visiting savannah uh prior to last or prior to february of last year was uh the open container law you can drink on the streets just like new orleans but um i i have that smoky white devil is no longer part of my life no (laughs) hey dude i uh no i'm um god 11 yeah 11 months sober now dude that's fucking rad that's so fucking rad like and it's not and being sober isn't a choice for everyone but the people who can see i have an issue and i need to stop and can like dude i'm proud of you day to time as i tell everybody like yeah, yeah. so like us uh golf clap thank you yeah so i've been um dealing with that mopeds i mean mopeds are always going to be a part of my life but that's mm-hmm. kind of hit a back burner because you know with drinking the amount i was for the past decade of pretty much relearning how to do how to live <laughs> yeah like oh i don't i don't drink now what, what do I, I have so much free time but mm-hmm. not really <laughs> it's a weird dichotomy isn't i have it? i have to cope with things sober <laughs> yeah I actually have to talk about shit, not drink it shit. Fuck. Yeah, right? Fuck. Yeah. That, that was that little line at the beginning, dude. Like, I used to drink it shit a lot. Now I just fucking bottle fucking it up. I'm and getting drunk. Yeah, I bottle it up now and just explode and piss people off. Like, so, yeah, I had to do that, like, the other day. Like, somebody kind of fucking, I'm a sensitive pee, believe it or not. And I had to just say to somebody, you know what? That bummed me out. You did that. And I'm like. I'm over it, but I just had to let you know. Like, that's what I have to do now. And I forget that shit all the time, and I'll bottle that shit up, and yeah. Yeah. No, it's good good for you. And um, yeah, 11 months, dude. That's fucking. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, like seriously, that's way radder than any amount of time that I have. And I'll say that all the time. No. No. dude it's just what i do now like yeah the journey i've been going to a 12 and i can't say the 12-step program because i've there's things anonymity and whatnot but like i remember hearing a reading once and, and in this reading an old timer once said to a newcomer i'd trade you my 30 years for your 30 days because the journey is fucking rad dude like that and the longer i stay sober the more that means to me like i want to remain teachable in life because i start thinking it's it, mopeds are just like that i start thinking i know something and then i fucking realize i know nothing and always to remain teachable that's what and when people say jim you're a fucking asshole and this is why i have to realize that they're telling me that because they're trying to help me but you know 
<laughs> yeah, no, um, it's very true. Yeah, yeah, no, um, I've I've tried the uh, AA approach in previous times, but uh, I just it's not for everybody. I just stopped. I don't know. It just clicked with me one day. I'm like, do I want to continue doing this? Like yeah. pushing people away that love me. Like, this is a problem. Well, no, no. See, the thing, it wasn't a problem. That was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> All of them were the problem. Did you, did you have a drinking problem? No, I had no problem doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I can joke and joke all I want to, but like, you know, if, yeah, man, if you want to get sober, get sober. It's, but it's, it's not going to be easy. No, I remember I, for myself and not, I feel like I've been talking this whole fucking podcast. So I apologize. Um, I remember my family tried to step in several times with me and my mom actually left me that 44 questions pamphlet that they used to put out. And I was fucking enraged, just pissed off. Like, how the fuck dare you even, like, that's how I was, dude. Like, you threatened my only way to cope with life? Fuck. (laughs) But that was because she loved me, dude. Just like a lot of people who stepped in and tried to tell you, you know, they loved you. And that's awesome you recognize that. Like, that's why mopeds are so fucking rad for me because, like, it just it's just my outlet dude like it makes me smile just thinking about that like um yeah how often are you riding these days uh, uh i wish i could tell you <laughs> <laughs> uh, um geez right up and down the road man um i really haven't planned any, any rides i mean i'm still fairly new to columbia i mean just need to get out there and explore but go get lost dude it's rad uh, uh life gets in the way man you know i'm uh i used to ride all the time when i uh, worked at red lobster you know my schedule changed every week you know i had weekdays off and all that shit and now it's like 9 15 to 6 15 monday through friday you know that 95 shit and it it wears you down sometimes Mm -hmm. but um yeah i plan on plan on getting the horse i find myself wrenching more than i do riding nowadays but you know that's uh, because it's a moped and they break yeah (laughs) Yeah. but uh yeah no i mean like i that and i'm just i just look at i'm like no no i need to get you running i have a running bike but i I was gonna that was the next question wait i have way too much money in you, I don't. I'd rather fix you than ride that. <laughs> and I'll give you one guess as to which bike is running right now. <laughs> the blue Tomos. <laughs> it won't die. <laughs> that's that's not a bad thing. Um, no, it's but yeah, do uh, you? I don't know. I realize you talk with stuff, and do you have any? Uh, you want to throw the dates out at least? I figure you're in this club. Do you know the dates of your own rally that's happening? Uh, do you know any details? We are just letting me talk even more. <laughs> oh, God. Um, 
This is making for great podcasting. We're both really prepared for this whole night. Don't worry about people. I know. I pulled Eric out of mothballs for me because I needed a guest because I realized my guests I had lined up had some personal stuff happen, so they were unable to make it. And then I realized I had no backup people, so Eric was awesome enough to step in because he's such a fucking rad guy. And now because I reached out to a lot of people in the community, I am booked out for the next month. So I'm very lucky that. Eric, why don't you tell us about the rally you guys are putting on? Or didn't you find that yet? Uh, September 23rd to the 25th. Monk's right. Corner. Buzzers present. Come out and play. Not every moped is fast, except for mm-hmm. ours. You guys suck. <laughs> challenge um, accepted yeah i know uh, uh whoever is still listening <laughs> um i am horrible at storytelling so thank Dude. you for listening to me uh stumble hey i'm really good at interrupting people so no worries my guy um i think we're both <laughs> nah yeah, I, I interrupted you way more than you interrupted me, my guy. Um, as we wrap up, we'll chit-chat for a moment afterwards. I just want to say to everybody, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Um, thank you so much for watching the little bit of YouTube you have of the channel. Um, if you ever have any questions about me, the show, bikes, whatever, um, hit me up on Instagram, Second Chance Pod. Uh, Gmail at secondchancemoped at gmail.com or Facebook or, you know, whatever. Um, Yeah, that's what I got. Thank you very much, Eric, for coming on. And don't forget, my guy, mopeds are dumb. Yep. (laughs) All right. Talk to you later. Bye.